You're listening to a live recording from one of our midweek services here at Cornerstone Church in Salisbury, North Carolina. We want to thank you so much for picking up these audio recordings. We believe they will be a blessing to your life. In this installment of our series, Revival Nights, Pastor Brandon Spiker wants to show us how we can start walking in constant faith. We hope you're ready for this powerful message. Let's revive our faith. Amen. Are you ready for the word tonight? Um, the subject tonight, we're going to continue on the subject of faith. How many have been blessed by this? Amen. I want to talk about walking in constant faith tonight. And I uh, want to go to 1 Timothy, to our foundational scriptures here. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. And then I'm going to go to Colossians 1.23. Uh, 1 Timothy 6.12 in the King James and then Colossians 1.23 in the Amplified Bible. And um, again, I want to encourage you to be here on Sunday morning. Don't skip out on it. It's going to be an awesome time. Uh, verse, let's see, verse 12 here. Fight the what? The good, the good fight of faith. Lay a hold on eternal life, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Now go to Colossians chapter 1 verse 23 in the Amplified Bible and it says, and this he will do. Man, that makes me exciting right there. He's going to do it. Provided that you continue to stay with and in faith. So everything God does in our life is contingent upon us constantly walking in the realm of faith. Continue to stay with and in faith in Christ well grounded. And settled. You can't be well grounded if your roots are not in the ground. If you're a potted plant, and I'm not talking about the stuff you smoke, but if you're a potted plant, potted plants can be moved around. But when you've been put in the ground and the roots begin to expand, it'll take a lot to get you out. Can you say amen? Well-grounded and settled and steadfast, not shifting or moving away from the hope which rests on and is inspired by the glad tidings, the gospel, which you have heard, which has been preached as being designed for and offered without restrictions. There's no restrictions to the measure that God wants to give you. To every person under heaven and of which gospel I, Paul, became a minister. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword going where no knife can go in the hearts of individuals, Lord. Make my tongue the pen of a ready writer tonight to inscribe these words upon your people's hearts, God. Touch your people in a way that they know that you touched them and I didn't. And we promise to give you all the praise and all the glory and honor in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen, amen. and amen. 
Now, as I have traveled out literally 18 nations of the world, I tell people, you know, you really don't know uh, much about what is going on in the world till you really get out of America and actually get into other countries and see what is going on and how things are happening. But one of the things I've noticed that as I've traveled the world, 18 nations of the world, is that I've found a lot of people are having an issue walking in faith because they are either hindered by the carnality of their mind or by past mistakes or things they have, they have done or have happened to them that the enemy or their mind constantly is throwing in front of them and reminding them of. And what you and I have to understand uh, is the revelation of Jesus going to the cross and what that has done for us and how that has freed us so that we can walk into the fullness that God has for us. I tell people all the time, if it was about you saving yourself from sin, you would have did it a long time ago. And if you could save yourself from sin, there would have been no need for Jesus going to the cross at Calvary. Uh, everything is in him and by him. You can't save yourself. You can't dress good enough. You can't talk good enough. You can't say the right things. You can't do anything in your own effort to save yourself and, and to secure yourself eternally. Everything that has been done in your life concerning your salvation, your faith, and your walk with God has everything to do with what He has done and nothing to do with your good behavior. Matter of fact, your good behavior is only a result of what He has done. Did, did you hear what I said? Your, your righteousness is the result of what Christ has accomplished at Calvary. So we deal with a trap of people not understanding or having a new revelation or having a revelation about what it actually means to be a new creation or a new creature in Christ. Now go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 and then we'll go to 6:14. It says therefore if any man be in Christ he is what a new creature and old things are what? Passed away. Now if you're in Christ and you're a new creation, that is not just talking about what you've done before you, you, you confess Christ or before you were baptized. It's also talking about yesterday. It's also talking about two minutes ago. It's also talking about 30 seconds ago. It's talking about every second that passes in time. You've got to understand you have been made new. You are a new creation in Christ. And the old things, the old ways, the old behaviors, the old actions, the old things are passed away. And God is doing a new thing in you now. 
And what happens is when we go by our senses, we think, well, what we see is not matching up with what he is saying. But that's why you've got to understand we never go by our five senses. We go by faith and we still we still speak it that I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness in Christ Jesus. The old things have passed away. The old things are, are new. All things are being made new, are made new, and are being made new. And I am not the man I used to be. For if I, for that man, it is no longer me that liveth, but it is Christ within me. For I have been crucified with Christ. You've got to understand every day, your old man is being crucified at the cross with Christ. And you have been raised up as a new creature for such a time as this. Look at somebody and tell them, I'm not what I used to do. I'm not what I used to be. I am free because of who the sun sets free is free indeed. I love what Colossians chapter 1 verse 21 through 23 says. If we can put that up on the screen here. Colossians 1, 21 through 23. Here and I know we're we're tracing back here. It says, and you that you were sometime annihilated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he have been reconciled in the body of his of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard and which ye was preached to every creature which is under heaven, where I, Paul, am made a minister. We just, that was our foundation scripture there. So, so in God's eyes, he's already, because of what has been accomplished at Calvary, he's made you a new creature. But any time he sees you, he sees his blood on you. He sees you through the blood of Christ. He sees you holy. He sees you whole. He sees you renewed. He's not looking at a jacked up person. He's looking at a person already healed, restored, renewed. Because God doesn't go looking by the flesh. He only looks by faith. Is there anybody who is happy that when everybody else looks at all the wrong you've done, God says, I don't look at the wrong you've done. I look at everything I've done right in you and what I made you to be. And the naysayers might try to pull you down and they might tell you, no, you'll never amount. But their no cannot compete with God's yes in your life. Can you say amen? amen. What, what we, we, we have been reborn, 1 Peter 1.5. We have been reborn. Who are kept by the power of God through what? There's that faith word again, that F word. Some of y'all need to learn how to drop the F bomb there in this thing. 
you, 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 you got to learn to start talking the F word. Did you hear what I said? Oh, some of y'all about to get a revelation through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last time. You're born again. It is the power of God through faith unto salvation. It, that has this reborn. You have been revealed as a new creation in Christ. You want to know why people keep sinning? Because they believe they're sinners. It ain't got nothing to do with their dress or their makeup or their haircut or anything. It's they believe they are sinners. And when you stop believing that you are a sinner and you start believing that you're the head and not the tail, that you're above and not beneath, when you start believing that you're the righteousness in Christ Jesus, when you start believing that he has gone before you, when you start believing that you are an heir of the king, the old man, the old nation, Nature, the old carnality will die and something new will begin. The new creation reality will begin to rise up in you. Can you say amen to that? That's good, ain't it? Okay, I feel like going a little further with this. Go to Revelation chapter 1 verse 4 through 6. And John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace. For him which is and which was and which is to what? Come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us past tense quit asking forgiveness for something he's already taken care of Matter of fact, he says, I've forgotten it as far as the east is from the west. I've, you keep bringing something up I've already taken care of. Hallelujah. Romans 8. Romans, actually, go to 1 Peter 2.9 here. 1 Peter 2.9. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. Uh, this thing just hit me. And he hath made us what? Okay. Why you still got the mentality of a slave? Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. I ain't scared of y'all. He has made you a king and a what? Unto himself. He says, I've made you a king. I'm waiting for you to show up to act like it. I'm in a weird mood tonight. First Peter 2.9. Forgive me if I offend you. I'm unoffendable. Okay, 1 Peter 2 9. 
But ye are a. Okay, there ain't no way you can be a chosen generation and a royal priesthood and still be a sinner. You got to decide tonight which one you're going to be. Did you hear what I said? You got to decide. Do you want to be a sinner or do you want to be the chosen generation and the royal priesthood that he has? He's already called you. And then he says, let me go ahead and put something on top of it. You are a holy. You're not holy because of what you've done, but you're holy because of what I've done at Calvary for you. Romans 8.35. Here it is. Y'all want me to stop or can I go on? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Your sin cannot even separate you. Who shall, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness nor peril or sore? You're more than a conqueror. I said you're more than a conqueror. Is there anybody here who says I'm more than a conqueror? I'm not who I used to be. I've conquered that through the blood that was shed at Calvary. Somebody say we're in Christ now. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 through verse 13. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus until what? The works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in. Next verse. Therefore remember that ye being in past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcised. By that which is called the circumcision in the flesh is made by hands. Hold up. Back up. I, I, you, you, you know, we, we got so much legalism and religion in the church that if some people had the chance, they'd still be circumcising them today. Trying to make people more holy. But he says, what did he say? He said, it ain't by the circumcision circumcision of the hands what she's really saying is saying that your flesh is not going to ever get the job done let me tell you something you can dress you can put a wig on a dead body you can put sleeves down to her 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 Whatever you call this, wrist. You can all the way down. I can't even remember where my wrist is called. It's been a busy week. All the way down to the floor. But at the end of the day, it's still a dead body. Because if Christ don't do it in you, it ain't going to get done, baby. I said if Christ doesn't do in you, you can still be jacked up and still be messed up and still be lost in the world. But if Christ does it in you, no man can stop the work of the Lord from manifesting in your life. 
down. Go to the, uh, ver verse 12. That at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of the promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse 13. But now, oh, somebody say, but now. Get your butt in the right place. But now in Christ Jesus ye are sometimes we're afar off are made nigh by the blood you're made nigh you're made nigh by your good behavior. You're made nigh by, your, by, by, by the way you dress. You're made nigh because you don't have no beard. You're made nigh because you don't wear no makeup. You're made nigh because cause, cause your grandma went to church and, and you've been going to church. And you're made nigh because you, you, you've been at the same church for so long. You're made, you made nigh. You are made nigh by the what? By the blood of Christ. Ephesians 1.13 We entered into him when we believed the gospel of our salvation. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed and ye were sealed. You were sealed with the Holy Ghost. When you received the Holy Ghost, He made sure you were airtight so the old man could never get in again. I'm telling you, I'm, if I had a catcher, I'd fall out. I'm telling you right now, you're sealed. It's a done deal. I got three over here. I said it's a done deal. You are sealed by the Holy Ghost. Don't you listen to the devil and tell, let him tell you you've messed up too much. You've been sealed by the Holy Ghost. down so I can finish it. This thing's cooking right here. Go back to Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 through 14. Let me read this. Giving thanks unto the Father which have made us meet to be the partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. There's an inheritance for me. Who have delivered us from the power. Had delivered us. Past tense. Quit trying to get delivered when you already been delivered. The only thing that needs to shift is your thinking and your belief system. And have translated us into the kingdom. He moved you out of sin and then put you as a, as a royal priesthood 
as a king and a priesthood and then called you all in. He translated you. He moved you from there to there instantly. Now, somebody said, well, what about sanctification? Listen, it's not that God needs to be sanctified. It's your mind that needs to be converted to believe what is already done. It takes the mind. I was talking to my wife one night. I said, we were talking about doctrine and different things. And I mean, it gets interesting with me when you start talking about doctrine. And I said, to undo one thing in a person's life and to instill doctrine in it doesn't take days, weeks, or months. It takes years. It takes years. Matter of fact, it, it, it takes 10 years for people really start to grasp the revelation on faith. Of preaching Wednesdays and Sundays. Wednesdays and Sundays, probably 10 years before it finally, the light clicked on and people started operating in it. Because it takes that much, it ain't that it takes God that much time to do it. It takes that much to undo all the wrong so we can get in all the right. And it's amazing how religion complicates it. Whoa, Jesus, help us. It ain't, it ain't the unsaved that give us the pastors the problem. It's the religious. You give them a few months, people start getting religious. I don't even know where I'm at here. Go to Revelation. Now, now listen, we have been what? We, we have redemption, right? Go to Revelation Chapter 5, verse 9. And they sung a new song. Saying, thou art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals there. For thou wast slain and have redeemed us to God. By thy blood out of every kindred and, and tongue. And people and nation. Every. He said, but when I save you and redeem you, you ain't going to sing that old tune you always been singing. Okay, let me put it this way. When you get a revelation of who you are in Christ, you won't say the things you used to say. And then when you don't say the things you used to say, you'll start saying things by faith. And when you start speaking things by faith, you'll walk in constant faith. Is this helping anybody here? Listen to this. Um, here we go here. Now, now. What have you been redeemed from? Romans 6, chapter, or chapter 6, verse 10 through 14. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So you've been redeemed from spiritual death. What a 
believe that John 3, 5, if a man be born again, he must be born again, what, water and spirit. So when he's born of water and spirit, he has been, he has been redeemed from spiritual death, so therefore his spirit can no longer die. You know, his spirit cannot die. You cannot kill a man who is full of the Holy Ghost. Yes, we all know the flesh days are numbered, but his spirit lives forever. Go to Romans 8 too. We've also been redeemed from sickness and disease. For the law of spirit is what? The, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and So when we operate in that constant faith and knowing who we are in Christ, we, we exercise our authority and our power through Christ to overcome sickness, death, and disease. Can you say amen to that? So we have the power. That's why I tell people, never operate under fear. Faith and fear cannot operate in the same body or the same. You have to constantly stay in faith. You cannot let up out of off of your faith one second when you are fighting for something. If the devil can get in your thoughts and talk you out of putting your foot, taking your foot off the accelerator, if you give him an inch, he will take a mile. You have got to press in. You've got to push. You've got to believe. That's why if we're ever going to see this city shaken by the mighty hand of God, we can't have some mediocre service, a good one here, a bad one there, a good, an okay one here. No, we've got to come in hungry every time. We've got to come in thirsty every time. We've got to come in with a praise every time. We've got to come in with a shout every time. We've got to come with our faith at an all-time high because people's lives are hanging in the balance of eternity and we cannot afford to take our foot off the accelerator. Can you say amen? amen. He's also redeemed you from poverty. Broke folk can't do nothing for the kingdom. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Broke folk can't do nothing because broke needs a ride. Broke hangs out after church waiting for somebody to invite them to eat because they can't afford to go out themselves. No, when you're blessed, you'll take everybody out to eat. For Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law and being made a curse for us for it is written... Cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. So he said, I took the curse on myself so that it could never hang over your head again. Yeah. 
was nailed to the cross. Continue saying me. And as you're operating, as you're getting this, then you have to come to the decision that you're going to live by faith, but faith only operates in what? Love. Hebrews 10.38 Now the just shall live what? But if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him. That draw back is any hatred any odd any offense insecurity Those things are drawing you back from expressing the love of Christ. Can you love them when they spit in your face? Can you love them when they when they talk bad about you behind your back? Can okay? You say, "Well, I I, I forgive them, but I ain't got to be around." Can you love them enough and to forgive them and be in the same room with them? Put your nose down and get in the dirt with them and let them know. It don't matter what you've said or what you've done. We're all, the ground is level at the cross. I'll love you even when you didn't love me. I'm going to love you back to life. I'm going I'm to be the one who puts the oil on, and the wine on the wounds. I'm going to pick you up and put you on my donkey. I won't pay for your place to stay because God is not finished with you just like he wasn't finished with me. Romans 3.27 Lord, I got to hurry. Where is boasting then? Is it excluded by by what law of work of works? I'm just saying, chill. Put your nose down. You're saying that you got it all together by your own self. But it ain't none of that. It's all by the law of what? Faith. It's all by faith. By faith in what? In Christ Jesus, who is the one true living God. It is by Him and through Him and in Him that you and I operate, move, and, and, and succeed. That's why any time God does something, we always say, my wife, to God be the glory. To God, because the minute you take credit for it, you'll also take the criticism for it. But, oh, I don't want the criticism, so I give him all the credit. Can you say amen? Then, as you are moving and living by faith and walking by faith, the attribute or the result of that will be using the name of Jesus fearlessly. Some of we just say it, but we don't have faith in our faith and believe in the name. Did, did, did you hear what I said? You, you, you don't believe in the name. You say it casually. 
But when you know what that name does, when you know that all hell stands at attention and heaven stands at attention, when you know that it is by that name that men are saved, it is by the name of Christ that devils are cast out. It is by the name of Christ that the blind see. It is by the name of Christ that the dead are raised. It is by the name of Christ that men are baptized and their sins are washed away. It is by that name that every knee should bow and every tongue shall confess that, that they confess that name that Jesus Christ it is that name. It is that name. It's that name. It's that First John 3, 23. And this is his commandment. That we should believe on the what? Name of his son, Jesus Christ. The, and what? Love one another. Okay, I feel this. Acts 3.16. And his name through what? There's that F-bomb again, Pastor George. And his name through faith in his name have made this man what? Oh, so it's faith in the name that's going to produce the strength you need. Whom ye and ye see and know ye, the faith which is by him have given him this perfect. I wish I could throw this microphone. <laughs> Soundness in the presence of all of you. All right, go to Second Peter 1 1, and I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious, what? With us through the righteousness of God, our Savior, who? So it is through Christ in his name. That we obtain everything from heaven. Every inheritance. Everything that God. I, I got to ask somebody. Does anybody still believe in the name? Does anybody still believe that it is by that name which man are saved? Do you believe in that name? Are we still a name believing church? that believes that it's by that name that men are saved. It is by that name that revival comes. It is by that name that's going to turn Rowan County upside down for the glory of God. It's by that name. It's by that name. Look at me. No more. This is the pastor in me. No more will you be bound by your past. And no more will you rehearse what has been said 
what has been done. It's all been put away from you as far as the east is from the west. You will rise up in the name of Christ Jesus. And you will confess that you are no longer bound by addiction. You're no longer bound by bad relationships. I'm going to go ahead and say you're no more bound by soul ties too. You are no longer bound by the opinions of men. Just because they met you in your last life doesn't mean that that is who you are today. I come to prophesy tonight that you are a new creation in Christ. Rise up and walk in that faith knowing that your God has gone before you and made the crooked path straight. Lift your hands. tell you something you didn't mess up too bad you cannot go too low religion tells you that but there's no place too low that is too low for him his hand to reach you there is no place he can reach into every place into everything and he says if you will reach up I will reach out and pull you out tonight For I've made you a chosen. He said, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. Wow, what a powerful message from Pastor Brandon Spiker. If you've been blessed by this word, we want to encourage you to head over to www.mindcornerstone.church or the Church Center app where you can share your testimony with us. We'd love to hear it. You can also send in your prayer requests, and we also want to encourage you to sow into this ministry so that we can continue to reach people all around the world. While you're there, you can also stay in the loop with all of the upcoming events happening here at Cornerstone. Be sure to join us in person on Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m., or Saturdays at 6 p.m. for our Spanish service. Your family is always welcome here. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.